0: Welcome e-commerce empresses to this episode of Woman Powering E-Commerce. Join me every Tuesday and Thursday as I take you behind the scenes of my journey as a female e-commerce entrepreneur. Together, we'll explore the highs, the lows, inspiring you to take action and achieve your own business goals. So let's get started. about work-life balance, more specifically guilt and setting boundaries. That's definitely a subject that I <laughs> I love and because I, so, I work so hard on it. So I want to share some of my story uh, about overcoming guilt as a business owner. I also like to call it the guilt trap. So let's dive in. I don't know about you, but I felt guilty for a very long time uh, for not wanting, for example, in business to work evenings and weekends. Uh, and that's just one out of several things, but let me tell you why. It's just um, by giving you a few examples. Um, one of the first reason is the, how I, feel, I felt um, the society in general expects you to do certain things a certain way can call those societal expectations and i feel like culturally speaking if we're going to succeed in business it kind of goes hand in hand with working um your butt off uh working 70 to 80 hours a week maybe uh at least especially at the beginning and which i mean can be normal you need when you kind of try to um start something new yes you'll have a lot of hours to put in but will you have to do that for several years and years i believe not but i felt kind of i had to when i said um told someone i don't work weekends i don't work evenings and i even take some time off during the week um, sometimes i don't know i feel the pressure maybe it's in my head but still that's what i felt and then i discovered this uh, b- uh 4 hour week movement i'll call it and created by tim ferriss which i loved and i find that it having someone talk about this like you if you wanna not work as much uh just to kind of enjoy life uh and it's not about not working i love working uh, i l- I love what I do. I want to succeed. But I feel that if you want to be happy and healthy and mentally, emotionally, physically, you need to have that work life balance. That's, that's how I view it. Maybe not everyone will agree with this, but I feel that even if you own a business, you need to make some time for yourself. You need to make some time for your family and for all the, those other important things in your life. So no, I don't believe in the 70, 80 hours of work a week even if I own a business. So the that four hour week kind of was the first time I was introduced to the concept of not necessarily having to work so much. So it put a weight off my shoulders. I was like, oh, finally someone understands me and so many more people I, than I, I thought. So it made it more reasonable in my head and much more accessible. So in more than ever, I feel that more people are realizing that success is not proportional to the numbers of hours that you put in your business. And when you realize that, it's awesome. (laughs) It's awesome. And yes, you'll have a lot of business owners that put in a lot of hours and yes, they're very successful. But now you're what I, I feel like I'm seeing more and more is you have a lot of successful business owners, but that are not necessarily putting so many hours to make it successful. Why? Well, they learned to leverage properly, they learned to delegate, they found a system that was able to free them some time up for more important things. So that's what I believe in, and that's definitely what I want to always do. So I started to feel okay with the idea of growing uh, my business all the while having a life outside of my work, uh, but that little guilt in my head oh like am i working enough um it it was still there and another thing is that once you do like go and accept the fact that you can um let the business run without you being there 24 7 that was one thing uh and once i realized that found other people who are doing it that's exactly how i thought felt very reassuring and i started doing it and loved it and felt less and less guilty and now I'd say I'm like 99% okay with it. And, and then you realize something else comes up. Um, once you learn to let go, and you put people in place to do the work for the couple of hours during the day, sometimes even you're not going to be there. So I'm not talking only not doing weekends or evenings. But during the day, if, if once in the month, you want to, I don't know, go golf, I don't even golf, but um, for an hour or two, maybe two, um, and you put people into place to do that, your business is not going to burn, you know? Uh, You can leave and come back and it should be okay. But what I realized is that uh, I had this FOMO, fear of missing out thing, um, or the pressure to constantly be available kind of creeped up on me. I realized I was used to always being available. So my team would ask me questions anytime, anywhere, and I educated them to me responding instantly. Unconsciously, I think that I felt the need to be um, needed, um, irreplaceable. And I think that kind of nourished something inside of me, but once I kind of understood that it probably nourished something not very healthy, well, I realized that I, I had to make a change, and also it was unhealthy to feel guilty for not answering just for one hour or twenty minutes, having to an- feel the need to answer instantly, um, just because I had educated my staff to, you know, be used to that. So it was not sustainable long term. That did not. That wasn't part of my the work life balance I wanted. When I'm at work, I'm there a hundred percent. I love what I do, but if I'm gonna take one hour off to do whatever I need to do, then I wanna do it without feeling guilty. So I needed to change that. And that's when I learned to set boundaries with myself. So I needed to discipline myself to do it. So let's say I wanted to implement the fact that, okay, look, if I'm gonna leave for an hour, for example, to go run an errand or do something really important that's not work related, even if it's during the week, or let's say even a doctor's appointment, dentist appointment. That, what can I do to set that boundary that it's okay for me not to answer my Slack messages or emails or anything that comes in WhatsApp, what name it? Uh, what could I do? Well, I needed to set myself boundaries. First of all, I needed to take I needed to take a decision to not do that and teach the other people on my team to respect that. So first things first, I needed to be more disciplined and two, I needed to teach my team that I'm not going to answer instantly anymore. And what helped me is actually tell the team (laughs) when I'll be in or out, for example, uh, developing a habit of me not responding instantly. So I didn't necessarily tell them, okay, look, from now, I'm not going to respond instantly. Maybe I already said that. And that's very possible, but I didn't say that very often. So what I did is just eventually with time, I got a message and I just didn't answer right away. I just let some time go before I answered back. And then I kind of spaced out those times. Um, and that's it. It worked. People kind of did not expect anymore for me to respond instantly. So... Um, that was one of the things, and it doesn't mean that I don't take care of everyone on my team. It doesn't mean I don't reply. I just set times in my day when I decide to reply to those messages. If there's something urgent, there's always a way to let me know. You can call me, but usually 99% of the times the requests are not urgent. And one last thing that I implemented that really helped is uh, having dedicated meetings weekly with my team leaders. This creates a time and space uh, to discuss non-urgent issues. Um, So that really, really helped a lot. So usually I have with every team leader, a meeting every week for one hour, 30 minutes, depending, and we can discuss any issues there. So they know, Uh, they have a time and place to do it. So that way it kind of, they back off from sending me a lot of messages, uh, waiting for answers uh, all the time. So I'm really happy about that. Uh, That's a really good thing that I set up in my life. Great game changer, really increased my quality of life. And now I don't feel guilty all the time Uh, and setting boundaries and expectations make me enjoy what I do even more. And when I come in at work, I'm all in. I love it. And also, but when I'm out, I'm out. I just let them know. And that's it. If there are any emergencies, they know how to contact me, but usually they do very well without me. So that's what I learned. I mean, it's possible to not die at work when you do business. And a work-life business is possible um, on your own terms. And I've found my way to do it. And I'm super happy. And setting boundaries and expectations around myself helped me lower and pretty much remove the guilt trap uh, syndrome. And I learned to love my boundaries. I love them now. I really go by the book with my calendar. I really respect my calendar. And they are like those blocks And those times I set for things, they're there to protect me and live my life to the fullest. So thank you for your support and for listening to the podcast. Your support is definitely crucial in helping us reach more and more women entrepreneurs. So thank you very much. Thank you for being part of this journey with me. I hope you gained valuable insights and inspiration today to keep growing and taking action towards your goals. Please follow me on social media. Also follow us on your favorite podcast platform to get notifications every time a new episode is uploaded. See you next time.